It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark. Hello and welcome to The So So Show with Visit Southampton. Light up your social life. It's a look at life in the SO postcode with her, Zoe Hansen. And him, Simon Clark. Now this week... We celebrate the long weekend with a cocktail. Do you remember those sweet, sweet watermelon chewing gums that you used to have as a kid? Those massive gumballs, that is exactly what that tastes like. And training for a life on the ocean waves. What we have is a pathway where the children that come for a trip with their school and group, hopefully we inspire and they see all of these wonderful opportunities that the maritime sector has to offer. So what have you been up to since I spoke to you last? Right, so Monday... I knew it was going to be an emotional time at Mayflower Theatre because it was Annie. And of course, Paul O'Grady was supposed to be playing Miss Hannigan and then he passed away. But Craig Revel Hallward played Miss Hannigan. Now, on Monday morning, Len Goodman, a former judge on Strictly Come Dancing with Craig, he passed away. It just felt like... The tears are going to come anyway. And the show was fantastic. There's about seven children in the show and they live away from home. They tour with the the show and you know how good they are. Like they're singing, they're dancing, they're acting, their movement, everything. You know, you're, you're completely enthralled by them. But we knew that at the end there was going to be a tribute to Paul O'Grady and they were going to dedicate the show to Paul O'Grady but it got to the end of the show and they sing tomorrow (laughs) I was gone anyway and then they did the tribute and uh, yeah it was just really charged you know I always knew it was going to be an emotional experience the only sort of break in all of that was the people sat next to me so it was a mum of Leo's on Instagram and her daughter and in the first half they managed to spill a bag of Maltesers all over the floor and I got up it was like that cartoon scene where somebody's trying to walk across ball bearings (laughs) it was a bit like that second half a bottle of Diet Coke literally explodes everywhere (laughs) yeah so most of my time was spent Trying to watch the stage, but not getting my feet wet. Do you think they deliberately make those Maltesers so difficult to open so that half of them end up going that way and you have to go and buy another bag? How is it difficult to open? So I've got some bad news for Southampton's best petrol station. Oh, no. I'm not going to be needing it anymore after next week. What? Because I'm going electric. Ooh, get you. And it occurred to me as I was filling my car up with diesel the other day, I won't be visiting one of these places again. I've used petrol stations since I was 17. And now, when I get an electric vehicle, I won't need to go to one. You won't need to go to a gap. That's really quite bizarre, isn't it? I'll never buy chocolate while I'm queuing to pay for my (laughs) fuel again. Which is a great thing, right? When I was 18, my accountant always used to say to me as she was doing my receipts, because that's what you do when you're 18, you turn up with a bag of papers and say, off you go. She would always say to me, you realise if you didn't buy a Kit Kat here at a Mars bar there, you'd be rolling in moolah. (laughs) And then she'd say, also, if you didn't have to pay me to sort out your receipts, you'd have even more. (laughs) Hampton's podcast, The So So Show. Do you like a cocktail on a night out? And you don't have to answer that because I already know what the answer is. <laughs> We've been to a place that has one of the most comprehensive menus in the city. And it's been a while since Zoe's been in the revolution. 
Because first she had to check with Dominic from the management team that she still wasn't barred. I, I don't want to ask what you did to get barred, to be honest with you. Uh, so there used to be a party upstairs as well. And there was a friend of mine, um, Mark Sparky Colrangle, used to DJ there. And I used to fly up the stairs as soon as I heard Super Styling by Groove Armada start. <laughs> Brilliant um, and the other thing that I used to have in uh, Revolution was... A cream soda, vodka and lemonade. Mm-hmm. Does that still go on? Do you know what? No, we don't. That was one of our vodka flavours. So we used to have 30 of them. We're now down to 18, but it's 18 of the really, really best. Everything from through from the fruity stuff to the slightly weird and wacky with espresso martini flavoured or uh, sour blast, really sour tangy flavour. Might bring back the cream soda one day. You never know. You never know. But what I've done instead is I've got vodka and put cream soda in it, you see? genius just cuts the corner cuts the if you keep doing that with all of our stuff we won't be around for much longer i'm so sorry this is not i'm not trying to nick your ideas so your cocktail menu who doesn't love cocktails we all love oh let's go out for cocktails we don't go out for a beer anymore your cocktail menu is second to none i mean it's like a tome there's what 50 pages and this is the one that stands out to me straight away just do you boo absolute watermelon bubblegum syrup Lime Red Bull Watermelon. Oh, that sounds awesome. Do you know what? Do you remember those sweet, sweet watermelon chewing gums that you used to have as a kid? Those massive gumballs. That is exactly what that tastes like. We started this one a couple of years back as a summer special and it's just stayed because everyone absolutely loves it. We're really, really lucky to be working with Red Bull on their watermelon flavour to be able to get that into our drinks. And pe- people absolutely love it. It's great in the summer. Three or four of those set for the night. <laughs> I've never even heard of Red Bull Watermelon. Uh, what else do you have on the menu that you really like what do people sort of go for mainly what's the most popular so we've recently put the time old classic of sex on the beach back on our cocktail menu for a while we decided you know what let's be let's change the norm let's do a little bit different but people kept asking so we added it back in we have added it onto the happy hour so it is on our two for ten which runs all day from uh, 12 till nine o'clock sunday through to friday there's another 30 different drinks within that happy hour and there's also slightly more premium happy hour so if you like your cocktails some slightly more bougie spirits in them we do a premium happy hour which is the same drinks with some slightly not more premium spirits in which are two for 12 instead and what else goes on because you've always done food at revolution absolutely so we've got three fantastic floors here so you've got the ground floor which is a lot more of a, a loungy bar type vibe where we serve all of our food do lots of bottomless brunches on a saturday some of them are quite nicely themed so the next theme that we've got coming up that we're testing is a magic mic themed one which we're running on mother's day which will which will hope to continue running every single month as well you've got our middle floor which is completely bookable and we do lots of private parties up here it's also a really really good late night nightclub atmosphere we just had a big upgrade on the sound a big upgrade on all the lighting and then i think the kind of crown jewel of this site is right up on the top floor we've got a really really nice rooftop terrace great views across Southampton perfect place to kind of sit down chill for a couple of hours have a couple of drinks basically in the sunshine and have a couple of nibbles as well and that rooftop terrace I mean it is just stunning there's something about being up that high and being able to look out on everything and just being sort of on top of the world is it always open even if it's raining it's half covered half uncovered so you've got a massive it's like that indoor outdoor living you've got that really nice sliding doors that go down the middle of it so even if it is raining we can leave those doors open you can still have the element of being outside but while staying nice and dry indoors there's some nice heaters out there as well so even when it gets slightly chilly you can stay nice and warm bars fully serviced up there as well so you can have absolutely anything you like And final question, 
I'm going to the bar. What cocktail are you having, Dom? Tell you what, I'll have a mean girl. Because well, how can you go wrong? You've got your gin, you've got your vodka, you've got some cranberry, you've got some lime and lemonade. Tastes fantastic, really refreshing. So clearly you didn't get a lifetime bar from Revolution. Are we allowed to ask why you got barred? Um, I think I was bouncing around a bit too much. <laughs> the very fact that you can't remember says it all. Yeah, yeah, fair. The So So Show. Have you yet seen... The Carbon Munching Mural on Frobisher House. This is the one that everybody in Southampton was invited to vote on uh, the design for the big grey building as you come out of Mayflower Theatre side of Southampton Central Station. That's possibly the longest question anyone has ever <laughs> asked me and the answer is a short no. Oh, well, I think... It is looking amazing. Well, I'm going to have to make a point of going to look at it. Describe it to me. Okay, so it's very, very colourful. It's the side of a lady's face on one side, but the 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 plants and the flowers, they reach all the way round the side of the building. I think it's amazing. It's carbon munching as well. So before the paint dries, it sucks in that carbon and gets rid of it. Oh, so that's what carbon munching means. Right. It's not chewing the end of a pencil. No. No, it is not, Simon. There is a lot of debate at the moment about whether it's good or it's bad or people like it or don't like it. I think to make one of those big grey buildings, which which just looks so depressing, you know, it's, this, is, this is people coming out of the train station, their first view of Southampton is a big concrete grey building. A monstrous carbuncle, as our king would describe it as. Right. And to, to brighten it up and to make a real statement with carbon munching paint as well is just fantastic. So make sure you go and have a look. Actually, you can see a video um, that we've put out on the So So Show social pages. Check it out on there and see what you think. This is not, by the way, because this keeps coming up, this is not paid for by the City Council. This is not money that has been taken from anywhere else. This is a private investor that has done this. By the time you hear this, April may well be over and we could be into May. There's quite a lot to look forward to in May. Eurovision, everyone's getting excited about that. Are you planning on watching it this year? No, I never plan on watching it any (laughs) year and I don't watch it any year. I, I will probably catch about two minutes of it and think... Oh, yeah, it's the same old rubbish from last year. I know that somebody will put the highlights up on Twitter, so I'm just going to go with that. What if I told you you could go to Southampton's biggest Eurovision party? Go on. If they would bring you drinks and food to your seat (laughs) from any one of a number of wonderful different eateries, would that sell it to you? Go on. They're putting a big screen in West Key, the food bit, and they're showing Eurovision. <laughs> That's amazing. The opening ceremony, two of the finals, and the actual grand final itself will be on the big screen. So you can sit, you can watch it, you can order food, and you can get beverages and stuff from West Key, the food bit. Amazing. Also, 
Yeah. They're showing the coronation as well. Oh, I love that. See, I'll go to that one. Okay. What they haven't done, though, and, and I'm a bit surprised at this, and they might change their mind, the coronation concert. They're yeah. not showing that. Oh. And that's something you'd want to go to see. you want to see Katy Perry and take that and uh, Lionel Richie on the big screen. Do you know you? what makes me laugh about that coronation concert? What? When they sort of released the, the list of acts that were going to be on, they just concentrated on the American ones. And I went, I don't understand. This is a British king and we're talking about all the Americans coming over. Oh, Katy Perry. Oh, Lionel Richie. Yeah, come on. This is so British. It's all about Southampton. The So So Show. If someone you know is interested in a career in the maritime industry, we've got a place that they need to go and visit. The UK SA. It's a maritime youth charity on the Isle of Wight, and Ben Willows is the chief exec. We specialise in providing two core things, really. We do what we call water-based adventures for children, so that's working with children from all around the country, uh, from their schools. We specifically focus to target schools from inner-city areas and, and really those children and young people that wouldn't otherwise get the opportunity to come for a residential stay, travel down, cross the Solent and come and experience being on the water for the first time. And we look after about six and a half, seven thousand children a year through schools and groups, residential visits all the way through the year at our site here in Cowes. And the other core pillar of our work is all of the education and professional training we do for jobs in maritime. So what we have is a pathway set up where the children that come for a trip with their school and group Hopefully we inspire and they see all of these wonderful opportunities that the maritime sector has to offer. And then we can provide engagement programs and structured education that starts at the age of 16 all the way through gaining professional qualifications. And then we have a big team that support our students and young people into jobs in the maritime sector. We, you know, we train and work with about 2,000 people a year who are working towards professional qualifications and educational courses that get them into employment every year. And we have people going to work all over the world. So we have a truly sort of international global footprint in terms of where our students and graduates go and work. What sort of things do they come and train with you for then? Give well, us an example. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah so, so from a sort of maritime training perspective, it's everything from learning to become a dinghy instructor or windsurfing instructor or learning to teach new disciplines like foiling and right the way through to people becoming officers and captains up to vessels of uh, sort of 3,000 tonnes. And some wow. of that could be in, in the large yacht sector. Some of it will be working in things like the commercial wind farms, supporting offshore wind farms, working on those support boats, tugs, coastal work boats, small ferries, all sorts, all sorts of, all sorts of things. So everything, so we train up, we basically train up, to, to, it's a very technical thing, though, but we train up to 3,000 tonnes. So big, big cruise liners and the tankers you see coming into Southampton Water, that's yeah. not what we do. We do up to big boats, though. And a lot of, a lot of our graduates go and have the most, fabulous time traveling the world working on large professional yachts and boats getting paid to travel and working in a really diverse and fantastic sector well who knew that you sort of there just across the water so do you get people so maybe it's a a child that's come for a residential and Mm. they've had really good fun and they've really enjoyed what they do do you find that those people then 
start to think about having a maritime career? They do, they do. And what we have done is we have something called the Sea Change Foundation Programme, which is a, which is probably one of UKSA's most important courses. And what that is, that is specifically run in the school holidays. So for those young people that have maybe come on a school trip or uh, have, a, have, a, have a thought that actually they'd like to find out more about the maritime sector and learn some more skills, they can come for a five-day residential trip during their school holidays where not only do they have a bunch more fun on the water and getting wet and enjoying the activities afloat, but we spend a lot of time talking to them about the different pathways, training options, qualifications, and the types of jobs that will lead on to. So, you know, that's a really important sort of engagement and signposting activity that we do for sort of kids aged between 14 and 17. So it's almost like an extended fun open day over five days in the holidays right. that they can really get a feel for the opportunities that are out there in maritime and some of those young people obviously what well, they obviously they choose to come and stay and train with us at UKSA and others might pursue a, a career uh, in different areas in the maritime sector whether that be the navy or fishing or all sorts of things. so we, we 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 present the whole piece around you know different types of jobs about what working afloat looks like so my daughter and I we are yeah. going to come <laughs> and yeah. visit yeah. UKSA yeah. for the weekend what sort of things are we going to get up to? First of all, you're going to have a lot of fun. Second of all, it does depend. And one of the beauties of working in this uh, industry is that, you know, your best laid plans can go out the window really quickly <laughs> because we always have to work around the weather. Of course. Um, so it's always weather dependent, but there's, there's always things we can do. And, you know, we're, we're, we're slowly, we were just talking about the weather a minute ago, so weren't we? But, um, you know, hopefully in a, in a week's time, you know, the sun will be out and we'll get you on the water. We'll do some sailing. We'll do some paddle sport and we'll get you what we call well and truly immersed. Okay. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Does that mean I'm getting thrown in? <laughs> do some, you know, do some fun. You know, I was just watching. We've got a, we've got an inner city school with us this morning. And, you know, one of the first things the kids did was walk down to the edge of the pontoon and jump off the end and actually get properly <laughs> oh, wet. Oh, no. Because, you know, it's about, it's about breaking down those barriers, right? It's about actually all the children literally being in it together. So, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully get, um, we'll get you wet. Um, we'll get you um, out on a boat and do some sailing. And one of the beauties of where we are is, you know, we've got, we're direct access to the Solent. So you can get out onto the Solent. And yeah. as you know, it's just full of so many other water users and boats. And it's a fantastic sight being out on the water at the weekends. It the is. Time. It's just brilliant. Are you looking forward to it? I don't know about that. <laughs> is it the prospect of being thrown in at the end of the pontoon that's putting you off it? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, very is, much so. You're going to get wet at some point anyway, so you might as well get it out of the way straight away. But, do you, but why do I have to get wet? You know, there's lots of things around, like driving my car, that would mean I wouldn't get wet. We can get you a swimming cap if you want. <laughs> One of those things no, that No, because I look horrendous. Those... Not the hair, it's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> well, your little one's going to run to the end of the pontoon and go... She will love it. Now, I, this is one of those occasions where I am quite happy to sit and watch, but it doesn't sound like I'm going to be able to be a spectator. No, you have got to participate, unfortunately. <laughs> Two weeks ago, we went to Parthian Climbing's uh, second birthday. On the Saturday, down near the Ordnance Survey at Adenac Park, just off the M271. Near where the new park and ride is for the football. Exactly right. So... Round there, there's this humongous climbing centre and there are some proper pros that get down there. And they invited us down there to come and do some climbing and uh, have a go. And I was like, OK, yeah, I'm sure my daughter would love to do it. And I get down there and they're like, do you want some shoes? No, <laughs> I'm going to have a cup of tea. <laughs> 
my daughter, she explained it to them. She said, no, mummy goes up the stairs and says, oh, it's too high. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations to everyone who ran the marathon at the weekend in London. There are so many people from the South who took part, including Paul Evans, who has set a new world record by running the London Marathon dressed as a knight. I mean, good for him, eh? I bet that chainmail chafe. (laughs) Did you see the video of the people running the marathon when the alert went off at three o'clock in the afternoon on no. Sunday? So the alert went off, all their phones exploded, and all you heard was this massive, Wee! <laughs> it's like, now we know how the British public are going to deal with Armageddon yes. when it arrives. <laughs> they just give it, Wee! <laughs> also on the note of running, I don't quite know how I've done this, Simon, but at Park Run, I went to Southampton Common, did Park Run on Saturday, I beat my previous week's time by two minutes. So you got a new PB. Got a new PB. Wow. I know. And it's my PB for this year. Wow. But I don't know how it happened. Did you cut a corner? No. Had you been drinking the night before? No. Were you well slept? No. <laughs> I have no idea. The only thing I can think is that I knew I had to be in the car with my daughter to take her to football straight afterwards. I, I couldn't walk any. So you had an incentive. Yeah, maybe it is. I've got I've got a booked in for football again this week, seeing if I can knock another two minutes off. I was going to say, if you can book that football in to start five minutes earlier, then <laughs> you know, you'll be smashing the part runs in no time. The So So Show. Let's find out what's happening with Visit Southampton. Light up your social life. So this is a new event. It's called Waterfront Fun Day. It's at Mayflower Park on the 27th of May. There's going to be food stalls and music and football and all sorts going on. You can take a picnic as well. We just mentioned Park Run. This is a new one that's starting. It's starting in Southampton on May the 7th park yoga that's really cool because i know in bournemouth for years they've done yoga on the beach and stuff like that so yoga sessions presumably all you gotta do is take your mat but i wonder if you know park run obviously if it's raining we all go down to park run it's no real bother but i don't know about doing park yoga we all park around your conservatory (laughs) and this sounds just fabulous the king's coronation party in the park is at botley wreck on the 3rd of june and i'm looking forward to it mainly because my mate lives literally around the corner from there and we can keep all our beers in the fridge and just keep nipping back (laughs) well thanks for listening and if you're not already following our socials do track us down because we've got something yummy that you can win absolutely jump on our instagram right so if you remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about a place called Hans and Gretel that's just opened in Westkey. These are the most dreamy, crazy desserts you have ever come across. They don't make an ice cream. They make a fantasy cone and it has candy floss and sprinkles and sauces and there is just, it's it's just a dream dessert emporium. I feel the calories just listening to that. <laughs> so you can win with us if you check out our Instagram with hands and breath. Have a great week, Zoe. And you, Simon. And thank you for listening. You've been listening to Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. Hold up. 